Welcome to the Muckleteal Football Show. My name is Miles. Team number 17 of 32 on our 32-day countdown to 2022 NFL kickoff is the Los Angeles Chargers. I think I'm finally getting past San Diego Chargers. Finally getting there. Um, This is going to be a fun team to talk about. We are now more than halfway done through the uh, 32 teams here. And the big story for the Chargers is, is, can they take that next step? Can they contend? Can they contend with Justin Herbert, um, who has become a star at the quarterback position? Now, you may say, duh, every team that has an elite quarterback is going to be able to contend. Well, not the Chargers. <laughs> not the Chargers. <laughs> they have a history, a long history. Maybe they don't have any fans, but they have a long history of wasting great quarterbacks. I mean, what, uh, 15 years of Dan Fouts, four years of Drew Brees, 14 years of Phillip Rivers. None of that. None of those seasons did they go to a Super Bowl. In fact, the only year the Chargers went to a Super Bowl was with Stan Humphreys. Stan Humphreys. But just, you know, if you're Justin Herbert, watch out for the Chargers, man. I don't know if you want to sign that second contract because if you do become a Hall of Fame quarterback, I'm talking directly to Justin Herbert now, if you do become a Hall of Fame quarterback career, you'd be the third, the third of the Chargers uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks to uh, just waste their career there and not win a Super Bowl. So I don't know. I don't know. Now, I'm, I'm excited for what the Chargers are doing here. And, uh, you know, I've come around fully. I have to acknowledge that, you know, I wasn't a big Justin Herbert fan coming out of college. Um, even after his rookie season, so he had the awesome 2020 rookie season, which was negated or, you know, counterbalanced by what I found to be a frustratingly lackluster senior season at Oregon. But I saw the light just like so many people did last year. It was week two. Uh, you know, I'm quoting myself now, my my week two review episode after, after I had talked about the Cowboys fans taking over SoFi Stadium. Again, another reason why maybe you don't want to hit your bag into the Chargers, Herbert. But uh, I wrote, I have come around uh, fully on Herbert. I believe, I believe. That's what I said. I don't know why I had to quote myself, but I guess I did. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm partially serious, though, about Justin Herbert and the Chargers. It just kind of seems a shame, you know, that every... Uh, every time this great quarterback takes the field at home, he's playing against the visiting fans, you know, that sucks. And the chargers just, we always think they're good in August. We always think they're good in August. That's what we do. That's what the chargers do. It's just, we're always pumped at this time of year and they didn't make the playoffs last year, but we were pumped for them in August of 2021. Go back and look at it. (laughs) We were absolutely thrilled about their defense and what Brandon Staley could do. We were thrilled about their offensive line and what they had done around Justin Herbert. They missed the playoffs. And you might say, oh, they were so close. You know, in week 18, they lost to the Raiders. And, you know, but that was for a seven seed. I mean, previously, there was no seven seed. And and they the Chargers did kind of hamstring Herbert uh, for most of the game. 
you know, Joe Lombardi had this offense that was that was kind of designed for noodle arm, gray beard, Drew Brees, and then Herbert bailed them out, showing that he was a star. So let's be real, though. It, it, gosh, it is really hard to not be excited about the Chargers because, man, they've got some star power, and they've been nailing the draft. They just have such a good roster, um, you know, and that just their their top – Headline picks have just been hitting Joey Bosa in 2016, Mike Williams in 2017, Derwin James in 2018, Justin Herbert in 2020, and now Rashawn Slater, tackle for 2021. He was that immediate impact star offensive lineman. That's pretty big. That's huge. After drafting your immediate impact star quarterback to then get an immediate impact star left tackle in Rashawn Slater, that's that's a that's a tantalizing pairing for for a good healthy contender right and now 2022 first round pick is a big old guard zion johnson out of uh, boston college not sure that he will flash like bosa james williams herbert slater you know just because of his position but also the position of guard is a more stable pick you know less variance usually a first round guard is going to play pretty well so get some beef up front uh in front front of herbert so they are building a great uh, roster here of course they still have keenan allen one of the most rewarding careers one of the most rewarding careers for me to watch is keenan allen and one of the reasons i like doing the muckle teal football show is just to talk about this as it happens i love nfl history and and to watch you know a player who i just felt so bad for because keenan had flashed so so brightly in, in 2013 and 2014 i was so excited for his career and then 2015 he goes out for the year in the middle of the season and then 2016 he goes out for the year in week one and it was just like these back-to-back season enders in his in his third and fourth year and it was just so such a bummer but he's put together such a great career now over the over the course of the last six years and he's a technician man just wonderful to watch keenan allen and I'm really excited for what Keenan Allen can maybe do, maybe do in, in terms of NFL history, because he's, like I said, he's a technician. He's a great route runner. He's aging like fine wine, I, I think he's going to. And he's going into his age 30 season, which is lining up with the, you know, the young, youthful career of, a, of an elite quarterback. You know, this seems kind of like the type of thing that could get Keenan Allen kind of climbing those career leaderboards, if you know what I mean, over the next couple of years. So I'm really excited about that. Um, let's pivot over to defense here. The star power on defense is awesome. I already mentioned Joey Bosa. Already mentioned Derwin James. You know, as their big um, draft capital uh, hits. They are joined by Khalil Mack from the Bears. Uh, uh, who will join the defensive line there, and J.C. Jackson, a corner from the Patriots, who was my all-pro uh, corner. So the big acquisitions, um, Mac was required in a, or acquired in a trade for the Chargers um, with Chicago, and otherwise known as the, oh yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy off-season trade, because Khalil Mack is always the name that you forget. You're like, man, Russell Wilson was traded, Devontae Adams was traded, Tyreek Hill, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Vaughn Miller, and then you're like, oh, Khalil Mack, man, that was a crazy march. Like, it's always the Khalil Mack trade that really makes you go like, wow, I'm really talking about a lot of trades here. Um, So, Khalil Mack and JC Jackson have joined Joey Bosa and Derwin James. That's four big stars on on your defense. Derwin James is probably my favorite player in the NFL. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but can they? Is that enough to stop the run? Khalil Mack 
he's good against great against the run actually probably better against the run now than he is as far as an elite pass rusher at this stage of his career but that was the problem last year the brandon staley had come from the rams that 2020 rams defense it dared teams to run and that there's kind of the strategy you know go ahead and run for four yards over and over again eventually you will slip and you will fail, and you will not get any points because running the ball doesn't matter. That's basically the Brandon Staley defense. But if you're giving up five, six, seven yards every run, (laughs) that's a little different, and that's what the Chargers were doing last year. And it was a problem all year long, all the way to the end, of course, as Josh Jacobs for the Las Vegas Raiders ran you know, a couple of just up-the-middle runs that put the Raiders in a field position to send the Chargers out of the playoffs uh, in overtime. And the Chargers, they, have they addressed this purely? You know, I'd, I'd, they've done some churning, that's for sure. They're signing and drafting about, you know, three, like, defensive tackles have been brought in either through free agency or the draft. Of course, they brought in Khalil Mack. They brought in Kyle Van, Mo- Van Noy. Um, they also brought in some depth pieces straight from the 2020 Rams, which I like because Staley's defense is not like this, this Vic Fangio trend, this Brandon Staley defense, it's not a, not a personnel fixer. It's not a scheme that anybody can run. It's, it's, it's a personal personnel maximizer. You know, it's something that takes advantage of the talent you have on defense. And when it had Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, it was something to behold, when it had Jerry Tillery, you know, in the middle there, it, it wasn't quite that. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure this was enough. You know, I don't know. Are the Raiders going to, are the Raiders, are the Chargers going to be able to stop the run? I, I don't know if that's going to be able to happen this year. All right. Time to pick the line. The Chargers line is 10 and a half games. Now, the old heads here will talk about the fourth down aggressiveness, right? This is the the big talking point for, for Rex Ryan, Boomer Esiason, Phil Sims. I mean, those guys just need to move over, man. You're toast. You're toast. It just annoys me so much that Brandon Staley's fourth down aggressiveness is is called such a bad thing. It's definitely the future. And what, what they really mean, and, and they don't even realize it, what they really mean is when they say a fourth down lost, the, the fourth down aggressiveness lost the charges of the game, what they really mean is that's what they remember. Because meanwhile, a converted fourth down, extending a drive or turning a field goal into a touchdown, they don't remember that. It's just part of the drive, and it's not as memorable. It's, it's math, not memory. You're, you're, you're talking about your own memory. Rex Ryan, Boomer Sizen, Phil Sims, blah, blah, blah. The times they are a-changing. All right, that's what Bob Dylan wrote that song about. Fourth down aggressiveness in the NFL. Uh, Chargers line, 10 and a half. Listen, the old offensive line looked good last year too, but it wasn't. The defense looked good last year too, but it wasn't. Justin Herbert looked like he was going to be a star last year too, and he was, and they missed the playoffs. I just, I can't bet the Chargers on the over. They never do it when they want it to, but I will make a compromise. 
I think the Chargers make the playoffs with 10 wins. I think Herbert gets some MVP consideration and then gets hot for the playoffs. 10 wins, but a good playoff run. That's what I think happens. So I'm just glad we did this this compromise. All right. Muggleteal Football Show. We will be back tomorrow with the New Orleans Saints. Good night.